three, two, one. And we're back for another episode of Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. My name's Zach. My name's Steve. <laughs> what? Why are you looking at you me like that? You did so good, Thank man. Thank you. You did that was an excellent intro. You're supposed you, to count that, me down. You count, didn't start counting. I, I pointed. That's that's not a count. I went two, one, and then you went three, <laughs> two, one. Well, <laughs> anyway. I did do that, yes. Yeah, you did. You were really excited about it. So, hi, Zach. Hi, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Good. You were, on you, va- week. you were on vacation this week. I, I was, was on vacation man. a couple weeks ago. You were on vacation this week. I was. Week. Well, let me tell you, my vacation week started off very nice. It was a very nice weekend. So, when, week. so whatever you I, start by saying, it started nice. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, it, it, ended, it, it ended nice, too. It just ended quickly. It was, it was a very short trip. Started on Sunday, really, because we got to hang out with Uncle Butch and Aunt Robin. Oh, yeah, that's right. At your house, and they were awesome. We really enjoyed <laughs> yeah, our was, time with them. And yeah. they got to try my coffee. Yeah, they they love coffee, and Aunt Robin loves sewing. So she was like, I have to meet Steve. They they, the they, they're, they're the sweetest people. <laughs> they were, they're very nice people. So I hope, if you guys are listening, we really, really enjoyed getting to know you. Yeah. We, we, already, we already want you to be our aunt and uncle, too. Yeah, we listened. <laughs> we had them listen to our uh, podcast on waiting. So oh, gosh. they started listening to it, and they were hooked. So they, they've been listening to <gasps> our other podcast. Yes, thank you. Oh, okay. Sometimes I get excited. Well, Sometimes the, 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 the air comes out of my chest in a way that makes weird noises. Thank you for Well, you said they're me. very uh, – That's you, you need it. <laughs> Sometimes you need brought back down. <laughs> <laughs> you need brought back down from your, your, your throne. My, my high perch. Yes, your very high perch that you just looked down <laughs> upon me as a peon. That does not, does not happen. And no, it does not happen. Um, but yeah, so they're probably driving around right now, right? They are. are, they, are, are, are they still at the house? They they left. They okay. headed towards uh, Niagara Falls. That's oh, that's right. They, they said they were week. going to yeah. Niagara Falls on the U.S. side. So it's kind of a funny story. I love it. They they love your coffee. Yes. Okay. I I don't know coffee at all, but from talking to them, they say the you would think the the darker the roast, the more caffeine. But it's actually the opposite. It the, is lighter the, the roast, lighter the, the roast. more caffeine. So they said Steve. They call it Steve Select, your brand of coffee, and they they say it gets them going in the morning. So <laughs> it, it must have a very high caffeine content in it, because they're like, you know what? Whenever we're at a campground, it's like we barely get out of the campground by like ten a.m. in the morning. So yeah. we we have all of these great hopes. So we're gonna get up. We're gonna get moving. We're gonna get. We're gonna be out by like eight thirty in the morning. Okay. So he texts me one morning this week. He was like, I just had a cup of Steve Select. It was like 8 in the morning. He's like, I already like, <laughs> like changed the oil in the truck <laughs> and got up, and we're ready to move, and Listen, it's like 8 o'clock. I, I'm afraid of what the caffeine content is in that <laughs> coffee because I've noticed, especially these last couple batches that I've done. You're like, buzzing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't sit down I'm, really? I'm like so wired and i'm and i say to sarah what is going on with this like yeah, I, but, I said something changed yeah uncle butchie he's been uh, drinking coffee for 60 years he said my, <laughs> he was my, like gets the he, motor gets he, the his motor eyes running. were like wide open he was like holy cow this is great <laughs> he was like uh, my intention was not to uh poison your aunt and uncle <laughs> i was just trying to do a nice thing but yeah I, even i sarah and i have both said that this this coffee definitely gets us moving a lot faster. Yeah, there you go. We had to turn our fan off. It's quite loud. Uh, you, everyone needed to hear our our impression of of it. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it makes my heart race sometimes. Wow, I'm just sitting still and I'm like, ah, I need to move. I need to move. Maybe you should uh, cook it a little longer. No, you, no, because you, you're not supposed to. So every coffee. Oh gosh. 
people are going to hate our podcast. Coffee talk with Coffee Steve and talk. Zach. Let me tell you. There's All a right. lot of people that are interested in this because no, there's, there's, probably, I mean, there's co- probably nobody coffee, interested in Coffee is a universal language. Everybody loves coffee yes. these days, except for you and your wife. Yeah. And well, actually, you know what's really funny is a lot of my friends don't drink coffee. Yeah, we don't do ca- ca- we don't do caffeine very don't, well. No, but you, I don't do it well. Laura does it worse. You don't drink coffee. No, not at all. Jeremy doesn't drink coffee. Bo does drink coffee. So that's the one nice thing is I can share that with Bo. And I do. I just give it to Bo. But even <laughs> even uh, our next door neighbors who we're very close with. Um, Poor. They'll they'll drink my coffee and that's about it. But they don't drink coffee on a regular basis. So they like those like high octane energy drinks. And if they 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 drink Steve Select, they're like, "Woo, Gosh. this is great." I, and I I think that's why I've I've become desensitized to caffeine more so because <laughs> of the high caffeine content in this. But every coffee, so when you buy when you buy your unroasted beans, it has on the front of the package. It tells you how long you should roast it and to what point you should roast it. Interesting. Um, I mean, you could you could roast whatever beans you want, however you want, but but you get into these like roasts at Starbucks or at Dunkin' because it's all cheap coffee, and ah. so it doesn't make a difference. It's gotcha. all swill. It's yeah. terrible coffee. You, uh, you are a coffee snob. I, I am. You have turned I, into it, a coffee snob. It's not even snob. that I'm as much of a snob because I'm not going to look down on anybody if you you like. If you like Starbucks or if you like Dunkin', it doesn't make a difference to me. I mean, enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy good black coffee, and I've yet to find that in the wild <laughs> in a, <laughs> in a um, you know, in a, a chain. You, you know what I'm a snob of? What's that, buddy? Salsa. You know what you can't find? <laughs> Do I you are you? so weird. <laughs> I'm a snob for salsa. Let's hear this. There's good salsa. There's bad salsa. You what's can. Your, you what's, can your, what's your? You can like like you salsa. said. You can't buy coffee like at the store or 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 at a, you know like a coffee place that's good. You can't get good salsa unless you're at a Mexican restaurant or you make it yourself at home. Okay. If you buy it at the store, it's never any good. You could search high and wide and far in the whole world, and you cannot find well, good salsa like at a jarred, store. Jarred salsa. Jarred salsa is never it's good. It's never good. You can't, and, and like the kind, you can even get like at the deli, and it's in the, it still has no, that. No, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. You disagree. I do. I do, because I do have a preferred salsa at, uh, at Giant Eagle. Don't tell me Target. It's not Target. <laughs> it's Giant Eagle in, in the deli section. Where they have, you know, the stuff that that good market, whatever. Well, it is. well, maybe I'll have to check this out because it's, I have searched. Well, we we had it here at the church when we had our our leader thing. I had that salsa sitting out. With so the that chips, that was it. And it's the sweet Vidalia, sweet on- Vidalia onion. Vidalia. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? All of a sudden, you're from Kentucky. What are you talking about? You had a little <laughs> bit of a. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you had a draw. Well. Maybe, Maybe that's do. what Vidalia does to you. <laughs> you gotta be from Georgia. Georgia <laughs> <Enjoy a> Vidalia. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that that salsa I could go through. A you little can just sit down and one eating, yeah, the nice one thing sitting about, and nice pound it. The thing about salsa is there's, I mean, it's very low calorie. That's true, but it's health. It's health. It's health food. <laughs> but the chips, on the <laughs> other hand, are not. They're made of corn. They, they're they're fried, fried they're, corn chips. They're, they're baked. So anyway, in, uh, in my mind. But yeah, so coffee. Going back to that just momentarily, and then we could move on to something yep. else. You have we to talk, talk about ab- vacation. Yeah, your vacation. We started talking about. So yeah, so we even took our coffee with us on vacation. Oh, did you? But yeah, but 
so you get you get these different roasts and people have their per, like you know they're like oh I like the espresso roast okay so you ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I got espresso my espresso up. roast is burnt coffee it's Gross. the easiest to make okay. I can I can go home and burn some coffee for you you could uh, like grind it up put it in your coffee pot and it'll be as black and disgusting as you want it to be nice if you do what they suggest on all these different beans. So I buy from say, so I had a batch from, um, Indonesia. Yeah. You've got like these exotic coffees. So you're, they're not, they're not that exotic. They're they're, just single origin. Ethiopia, Indonesia. The Ethiopian coffee is, is the best, but the Indonesian coffee is also very, very good. Sulawesi, Indonesian coffee. It's like that region of Indonesia. Okay. Uh, where the soil is just it's, made it's just, for coffee. It's just black, rich with nutrients. It is. And you get this coffee and they say, okay, this is what you want to do. You want to draw the roast out to that first crack and then 30 seconds beyond and then cool it down. That's it. And then it. you have the best possible cup of coffee made or best roast for those beans if you want to get the best flavor out of it gotcha but they even say on there if you like a darker roast you could do that but it's going to be really bitter yeah that's what you do with cheap beans gotcha because most people do what with their coffee they throw in cappuccino or like uh, flavor cappuccino (laughs) yeah flavor (laughs) cappuccino (laughs) is an espresso (laughs) i am not a coffee it's 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 showing it's showing right now yes my coffee anyway uh, let's get off of okay that was snob talk (laughs) with autumn brown yeah (laughs) from From turtle Turtle talk Talk. yeah so about your vacation yeah turtle talk it it started off good and then, and no, it and started then it was off great. Quick. It, went, it, it was just really, it was really quick. We, we took the kids to uh, Yogi Bear oh. campgrounds. Uh, I think it's called Jelly. I don't know if it's called Yogi Bear's Jellystone Campground. I don't know what the official title is. Uh, down in Mill Run. Boo Boo Bear. Hey, Boo Boo. Hey, Boo Boo. Hey, the pick a nick of baskets. <laughs> I don't know, Yogi. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we never got to see Yogi, but Boo Boo was out and about oh, the entire he? time. Yeah, somebody in a costume. But the crazy thing was, we were the only ones there. Wow, uh, there was uh, maybe five other families there while we okay. were there wow. Monday through Wednesday. It was amazing. It was amazing. Like we had, we had the whole place to ourselves, uh, and it was really nice. I, I, I've I've never I've never stayed in a cabin. Okay. I, I, that's not true. I've stayed in a cabin a couple of times, but I've never stayed multiple days in a cabin like nice. that um and it was it was really cool it was a really nice place especially for the kids i wouldn't just go there sarah and i yeah um it's definitely made for younger younger kids i mean they have it's funny because they have all these different rides that you can do <laughs> <laughs> and uh um but not rides like amusement park rides rides like you could do the tractor ride, or you could do the Ooh. fire truck. They're all the same thing. I mean, they are different <laughs> vehicles, but it's the same old guy that drives all these vehicles, and he does the same route, and there's literally no difference to any of them. So is it like one of those uh, amusement park rides where there's different cars, and they go around in a circle? Yes. Or, or is it like an actual tractor you're in? It, uh, it's, it's an actual tractor. You're, you're in the back. Like, I mean, if you do the tractor ride, you're in a, in a wagon in the back okay. with 20 other people gotcha. or whatever the case gotcha. might be. It was really nice. Uh, okay. Here you go, though, Cyrus. It's <laughs> something you know that I take very serious. On site, they had putt-putt. Oh! Min- uh, miniature you, golf. You are... Let me, let me think how I can phrase this. <laughs> <And> not, <laughs> go ahead. Insult me. Insult me. I, I do... 
I have a bad habit of insulting people, and I apologize ahead of time if I if I no. happen to do this to you. You're allowed to insult me. Go ahead. You, you take take putt putt extremely serious. I do. You we have gone putt putt a couple times. I'm very and you've good. won twice. I think we've gone twice, and you've won twice. Now, one time when you won, mm-hmm. it was a it was a group of guys went out putt putt. Yes, you won the the ability to buy us Wendy's Frosties, and I was fine with that. Because I beat you all, fair and square. It's not so like, when we were done, we're like, I think the winner gets to, to buy the frost. And what did I say? By I, all I means. Gladly. I gladly, because I crushed you guys. <laughs> I, I rarely lose at Butt Butt. You're, um, you're, you, it doesn't translate to the actual golf course. It, it translates to the green. To the uh, to That's the actual, it. The I'm a very green. good putter. Okay. Uh, my long game's really bad. So you're, Short you, game's you're good at like decent. going through the clown's legs and, and like going around the, yeah, cir- the circle. So I, 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 I can time things. So did the, <laughs> like the windmill that goes and you got to yeah, get the <laughs> you don't want to mess with me on the putt putt course. So did this putt putt course, did it have like. No, this putt putt course was sad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Let's just yeah. put it this way: it was free. Yeah, gotcha. uh, it was, oh, it was okay. included. So if that's any indication, also, so, so the carpet like had missing parts. It like had like bumps very, on it. They weren't supposed to be very, there. very poorly managed <laughs> putt putt course. This thing looked like it was made in 1985. Nice, and it hasn't been touched since. Nice. Uh, they're just like let her ride, <laughs> let her go. So um, yeah, we we get we get the putt putt course, and so it's a dollar for the ball. You could keep it, or you could return it and get your dollar back. <laughs> I made the kids take them. <laughs> so they they, keep the dollar. So the, was it like a like a top a 1983 top flight ball, or was, were they like no, no, the no. color? It, it was color. It was public. Okay, so this is how it went down. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, gosh, and this is this is my problem that I got to deal with. <laughs> I cannot handle people not taking games serious. <laughs> Except for the fact that if I'm annoyed, I won't take a game serious. Yeah. But Sarah is so chill yeah. about everything. She's like, just let the kids have fun. I'm watching them line up and <laughs> just <laughs> whack Luke, it. Luke is like using the putter like a driver. Yeah. You know, like full swing. Yeah. I'm like, stop. What are you doing? Yeah. So I'm tra- trying to teach them proper putting technique and everything. <laughs> and, and so Pete is out there with his putter. No, Pete is not playing. Okay. Uh, well, we gave Pete a putter, and that was a mistake. Because <laughs> he's going to whack at people. Pete with it. has no regard for human life. <laughs> <laughs> that sucker is a weapon. He, yeah, everything's a weapon in Pete's hands, and yeah. if he doesn't have a weapon, he has his teeth. And that kid, <laughs> that's also he's a, a Wolverine. Man, he is Wolverine. <laughs> I think he's Wolverine. Uh, um, so we we start, and I'm like, okay, do you guys want to just goof around, or you want to learn how to play this game? <laughs> and both Tessa, Tessa, who's a competitor, yeah, and Luke, who wants to be a competitor but doesn't <laughs> care enough to be a competitor. Our, our kids are very similar. Our our daughters are almost exactly the same when it comes to how they do things, and our sons, yeah, are very similar when it comes to things. So Luke. On this putting field, or on this on this putting course, or putt putt course, oh gosh, I had to explain to him over and over. He's like, I, I, I can't do it. And I'm like, listen, listen to me. Yeah. And I I'm I slowly became my dad. Nice. The whole time, nice. I, I'm like, oh, this is why I was afraid of my dad when I was a kid. Sometimes <laughs> is because. He tried so hard to teach me things, yeah. and I was like, "Okay, Dad," and Whatever. I just go right back to doing it how I want to do it. Yeah, and I was—I can never understand when I was little why my dad didn't want to take me golfing. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, this is why my dad didn't want to take me 
<laughs> yeah. Because I didn't listen to anything he said. Yes. It took years for me to figure that out. Yeah. So, I mean, they had an okay time, but Luke was getting really frustrated because Tessa. Did you keep score? No. Oh, oh my gosh. Keeping score would have been demoralizing. <laughs> Did you win? I didn't play. I was just you trying, didn't play. I did not play because I was trying to help them yeah. play the game. Gotcha. Um, and it just it just didn't go well. And I wanted I wanted them to pick it up. And of course, Tessa picks it up really fast. Yeah. She starts figuring out. And she gets a huge hole in one. Nice. You know, on a, a long putt. Nice. And she was like, she's got her dad's talent. She, then, she's she's got it. She's got she, the putt, but it is in the Mikulski well, jeans. This is the, this is the bummer. Like. Tessa is the more naturally athletic one, yeah. while Luke is more naturally inclined to mathematics and science. Like, sure. I mean, not that Tessa's bad at that, but it, it takes her a lot more work to get the things that come naturally to Luke. And I'm sure it's probably the yeah. same with Elliot and Addie, uh, where it's it's probably frustrating for Addie when he gets things that she <laughs> has to work hard for. And, and vice versa, yeah. Yeah, and, so, and that's what it became. Because Luke's like... I'm not going to get a hole in one. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I said, it's almost lucky that she got the <laughs> hole in one. He's like, I, I, I can't do it. So he putts and he gets within three inches of the hole. And then he was so mad. He about was it. so mad. Yeah. I'm like, well, buddy, it's an easy two putt. Yeah. Like you just go. I mean, or it's an just, easy. Just tap it in. I said, just yeah. <laughs> Tessa held the putter like happy Gilmore <laughs> without. Like, I mean, she wasn't being ironic or trying to be funny. She just naturally held the putter. <laughs> <laughs> like happy Gilmore, but, and I was dying, and it was working. <laughs> like, like he was like a slap shot. Or well, something? yeah. Well, I get, I get over. Okay, so this is what happened. We get to the pop up place, and of course, you get up to where you get. You're supposed to get your stuff, and it's it's a it's a ball. The ball dispenser is like uh, a candy dispenser. Yeah, sure. You put a dollar in, you twist, it, and you get the ball out. Is this the one place where when you're done, the ball just disappears and doesn't come no, back? No, 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 because you grab it and you take it back uh, okay. and you get your dollar back. Uh, okay, it's, okay. It's gotcha. free, gotcha. right? Yeah. But you can keep the ball if you yeah. want. If you want to spend the dollar and keep Boom. the ball, it's your ball. There you go. It's, 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 that's yours. Nice. That's your <laughs> that's your drummers. <laughs> Whatever. So I go into the, the now. There's no coin machine, of course. Buy this, and who carries around four dollars <laughs> worth of quarters? Yeah. So I have to go next door to the where they have the um, laundry, you know, oh, yeah, laundry yeah. machines. I go in there and I put Sarah gives me a five. I put the five in. It gives me two dollars and quarters. <laughs> I'm like, of course, of course. Why? Why would it give me four dollars or five dollars when it could give me two dollars? So we call the front desk and their front front office or whatever front yeah. desk because all I know is very posh. Very posh living. Like if it's not a hotel, it's just beneath me. And, and Yogi Bear came. Yogi, yeah, Yogi. He <laughs> showed. Yo- <laughs> <laughs> Boo Boo comes walking down. He's like, "Hey, did you? Are you the one that messed up the do- the change machine?" <laughs> of course, nobody was around. He's got quarters in his picnic basket, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." He opens it up and just full of quarters. It's, it's, what's the Ranger Rick? Uh, what's, what's, I forget the Ranger's oh, name is. That, that uh, raccoon? Back, yeah. Not Ranger. Not Rocky Raccoon. Was that Rocky Raccoon? No, that's a Beatles song. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know any of this. Anyway, so I have to go to the... Yeah, but that would be hilarious <laughs> if the dude in the suit comes out and he's like, Hey, <laughs> here's your change. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the best day ever. Um, hey, guys. It's me, Boo Boo Bear. <laughs> um... So I went to the desk. Meanwhile, so I come back 
and the fun thing was we had a golf cart, so that was oh, that, yeah. that was really fun. So you could pretend like you're on the golf course. You could go from hole to hole yeah. in your golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just bouncing off of things because there's no room. Um, so, yeah, so I run up. I come back. Everybody has a putter. Like Sarah got them started with the $2 and, and change that we did have, uh, and they all have adult-sized putters. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why Tess started golfing like yeah, makes Happy sense. Gilmore because the, the putters are too long. I'm like, why don't they have kids' putters? And she, and we found the kids. But the, I mean, now to to be fair, it was not obvious at yeah. first. But they had mixed in every once in a while. I'm like, there's no way they don't have kids' putters. Luckily, they did. But it was really funny because I get there at first, and it's not. I mean, Sarah just did what she thought they had. You know, they had all these right. large putters. Um, but yeah, so we get them all set up and then Ava gave up really fast. Pete obviously had no care whatsoever <laughs> and Tessa and Lucas had a good old time, but it was, like I said, it was a really good time. There's a lot like, you know, there wasn't a lot of people there, so we just had a blast yeah. had a really good time. Just chilling and enjoying our time together. You know, that was it. Well, that's good. That's our podcast. We'll see. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So uh, what are we going to talk about today, Stephen? Well, Zach, well, we didn't talk anything about how your week was. Well, was you, did you do anything special? No, it's your daughter's. It's my big daughter's birthday. birthday today. Yeah, she. Uh, um, we had a party last night, like a little family party. Um, so people she's got 17. together. No, she acts like she's seventeen. Sometimes she's twelve. Started she's 12. started high school, um, seventh grade. So yeah, it's a big, big. Uh, it's not. She's not uh, a teenager yet. But she's in high school, so she's kind of... It'd be hard. Yeah. I, I think, well, once she turns 13, it's going to be really weird. Yeah, to have a teenager. But yeah, so we, we did. We had that party last night. Um, I'm trying to think what else we did this week. Like, my aunt and uncle left on Monday. The kids started school this week. Yes. Um, that was about it. Nothing too exciting. We did they bring the key limes? They, well... Are they the ones that would bring the yes. limes? Yes. It, it wouldn't be the actual limes themselves. They they have this special like juice that, that's from like the Florida Keys. Oh, okay. So and they, so they would bring the juice with them. And yes, they made a key lime pie. So we had that. That key lime pie. Yeah, yeah. They they also made an apple pie, which you the got apple to part- pie was excellent. You got to partake I, in on Sunday. I love key lime pie though. The key yeah, lime it's pie. It's very is, tart. It, yes, but it's the best. You like that? It's the best. Yeah. When uh, you get older, you, you, you can appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the tartness. The, of the sour and tartness of things. When you're a little kid, you just want sweet yeah. everything. Even I'm an apple pie guy. Stuff. Apple pie is the best. Yeah. I mean, it's classic. It's, it's as American as apple pie. Apple right. pie. Anyway. Anyway. That, yeah, I'm so sorry. nothing too exciting. No, I, I just didn't have. It was I just, just really liked your aunt and uncle, and I wish they were my <laughs> aunt and uncle. <laughs> they are fun people. <laughs> They're really cool. So, yeah. They and their dog, Rocky. Rocky, yeah. Yeah, Rocky. He, Rocky he Raccoon. Is, he is a little bundle of joy and energy. <laughs> that dog loved me. Yeah, he, as immediately. As, as soon as you walked in, he like came up and just like laid on you. Yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> little I Boston mean, Terrier. That's, that's normal though. So yeah. when we got our when we got our dog that we we uh, gave up a, a few years ago when we had Ava because it was just it wasn't fair to her anymore because we were gone so much. Um, but we gave her to my my in laws, so we get to see her all the time. Yeah. Still, but. That was the thing when we went to to get her because she was a rescue. Yeah, um, I sat down and Maisie immediately runs over to me, jumps yeah. up on my lap, and sits down. You're just an approachable guy. And, well, the thing was, the lady said she said you were the only man that this dog went and sat. Well, you're like, on. well, this is our dog then. Well, that's what she said. She's like, I, I have no problem giving her to you because obviously she already like trusts you. And I'm like, 
why is this dog trust me? <laughs> this has been my thing forever, man. I'm like the dog whisperer. Like yeah, dogs just like me. You're the dog whisperer and the putt putt. Except master. for my my my. Okay, so high school. This is way too long of an <laughs> intro this week, but I don't care. Whatever. Um, my 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 best friend growing up, Adam. Yeah. Is, he had these Bichons. You know what Bichons are? Yes. They're froofy dogs. Yeah, they are froofy. He had these three Bichon Frises. <laughs> I forgot their names were. <laughs> I bet they drink Steven Select coffee. They, 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 these things were wackos. They were the craziest little dogs. So one time I went over to Adam's house. At, well, I was a teenager, an impulsive teenager. And I'm like, I'll just go to Adam's house because I'm always welcome at Adam's house. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true in any any case, I mean, this was still the early 2000s, but it wasn't like the 80s where you just showed up at somebody's house and was like, oh, cool, come on in. <laughs> so I get there. I get to his house. His mom is there. She opens the door, and I just let myself right in. She, huh. I walk right past her. So you're that guy. Yeah, I was an idiot. I, yeah. I don't even know why I did this. So anyway, the dogs were loose, and the one bit me on my backside oh and drew blood <laughs> oh That's wow no joke and she's like adam's not even home what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i just i i just go and see adam uh, that's funny adam yeah adam still makes fun of me for that he's like yeah remember that time you basically broke into my house <laughs> <laughs> yep i was an idiot anyway all right that that's a good story, Stephen. That wasn't that great of a story, but it's it's a true story. <laughs> it's a true story of the fool that you are friends now, <laughs> with now. Anyway, uh, but so Zach and I change, now we're going to change tone. Yeah, completely. Let's let's take this down a notch. Yeah. For those of you who are waiting patiently today, we're going to talk about patience and long suffering. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about waiting last week. We did. Uh, we, yeah, that is, that is true. We did talk about waiting, which it ties in with patience. But long-suffering, I think, is something. And, and this is all coming from uh, the fruit of the Spirit, which is found in, in Galatians chapter 5. Yeah, we talked about peace a couple weeks ago. We talked yeah. about patience. So we are moving along. Do you mind if I just read this passage? Zach? I would love it, Stephen, oh, if you would, would read you, it. You would yeah, love it? I would love you to would hear love you speak God's me. Word. Speak. Oh, gosh. That's, this is, okay. Okay. I'm reading the Bible to Sarah in the morning. That's like how we have our devotions together. Okay. And that was kind of weird, what you just did right there. <laughs> what did I do? I would love it. Because that's I feel like that's how my wife reacts to me reading the Bible. You are. Sometimes you read into things much, it, much it was, too It made deeply. me uncomfortable. All right. The spirit versus the flesh is, is the subtitle for Galatians 5, starting with verse 16. It says, I say then, walk by the spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is against the spirit, and the spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other so that you don't do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Well, that's a difficult one. You want to unpack that, Zach? Well, I think it's just saying that um, when we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, where we have, we should have the desires of, oh, of Christ in yes. our heart. Yeah. And so when we're following those things, we're not going to be wanting the things that we see around us of the world. We want the better things, the things that, that God promises us, you know, when we follow him. Oh, man. The, the things that, uh, you know, f actually do fulfill us. You know, we, we instead of happiness, we desire God's joy, right? Yeah. Zach, that, Zach is my walking study Bible. That's why I, I keep him <laughs> around. I don't understand these things right off the bat. I have to read into these things. Well, sometimes it's easier to listen than it is to actually read it. 
I'm, I'm listening to you do this and taking it in. It's just <laughs> my 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 smooth jazz voice. <laughs> smooth yeah, like jazz. It, which which voice do you have on your study Bible app? Do you have like that that like what, my study Bible app? Yeah, like the, I read out loud. Oh, okay. I read out loud to you, Sarah. You don't have it read to no, you. No, no, no. no. Okay. I'm reading out loud nice. to Sarah. That way, it's like we like so we that's that's our time together. Gotcha. It's reading the Bible is, is that's in, great. In the morning, yeah. I got sick of listening to messages every single yeah. day. I mean, I, I, it's not that I don't want to listen to messages. Ugh, I keep getting off topic. It's all right. But I mean, the truth is, we we try we've for the past what is this September? So it's the ninth month of the year. It is for the first eight months, five days a week, we listen to a message. Wow. In the morning, every day. Uh, you know, not Saturdays and Sundays. Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, Sundays, obviously, just too busy. Uh, Saturdays was like our day of just relaxation and rest. And we would sleep. But 6 o'clock in the morning, we'd get up and we would watch, uh, listen to a message together, like watch a message. But this week, I was like, I just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And so I said, what if I came up with something else for us to do? She said, as long as we're doing something together, I don't care. And I said, okay, I will read something. So we're doing, I'm reading the Bible, and we're also doing devotional. It's um, At the Table with Jesus by Louis Giglio. It's okay. a 66-day devotional. It's really good. Moving on. In, back into the Bible. <laughs> back into the Bible. Chapter 5, verse 19 of Galatians. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual Sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatreds, strife, jealousy, outs- outbursts of anger. My probably, that's probably my biggest problem. Just yelling. Just getting. I get angry yeah. really easily. Like the putt putt story. <clears throat> I do, man. Sarah's like, you gotta, you gotta do something about. It. Yeah. Like, she, it's not that I am explosively angry, but I, I get really easily frustrated with things. Yeah. Selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing. What's carousing, Zach? That's not that's not in the study Bible. <laughs> <laughs> that's not in you. Uh, I'm not going to define what that is, actually. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's a kid-friendly podcast. Yes. And anything similar. I am warning you about these things. I, I, I was not asking to draw something out of you to get you in trouble, by the way. I le- like legitimately don't know what that word means. Google and, it and I'm not like, don't Google words. Just get a, like a book out and, you know, a dictionary. Those are those books that have yeah. words in them yeah. and it tells you things. Okay, I am warning you about these things as I warned you before. That those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, which, I mean, it's, it's a really good reminder of, if, you know, if we fill ourselves with the things of this world, what makes us think that we're going to enjoy the kingdom of God, which is, doesn't have any of those things. But here's the important part. But the fruit of the Spirit is this, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. All right, Zach. Yes, Stephen. You wanted to talk about suffering. 
And obviously, we got a little off track. But, I mean, there's so much that you could take away from. We, we could speak on Galatians chapter 5, this section of Galatians chapter 5. Yeah. Uh, I feel it for weeks. Yeah. Because it encapsulates so much of the human condition and where we need to go. And, and let me start off with this. And, and if this doesn't go the direction you want to, you by all means, change. So today I'm reading... Um, we're in Acts, yeah. right? And we're talking about the, the, the growth of the church and what we see happening within the church, especially the earliest days of the church when people were coming to know Christ. What we see happening is people, when they come to know and accept Christ, when they're working together, they're loving one another, they're breaking bread together, uh, they're having community, essentially. Yeah. They're creating community with one another and sharing each other's burdens, all those things. Um, and the common question that we get is, how do I know that I'm maturing as a Christian? Or how do I know that I'm really a Christian? It's the better question. How do I know that this is really taking uh, hold on my life? Well, the evidence is these things, the fruit of the Spirit, right? which is what we see in the early church. That's what's happening. Uh, the yes. Holy Spirit is, is active and present in their lives at that, at that point. They're just getting like this you know, fresh wind, essentially, of, of what life is going to be in, in knowing that Jesus is their Savior and that the Holy Spirit is residing within them. And so love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. I think I keep mixing in words from other versions, <laughs> yes. which is, is Which is what, is what is happening. That's our problem right now. Um, but those things are the things that come to the forefront, uh, when we recognize that this is the direction or this is what God's doing in my life. Cause with those things, it shows me that I actually am growing in, in, in my love of Jesus in my, uh, not just my knowledge of Jesus, but my heart change toward Jesus, because the Holy Spirit's removing the things that are unnecessary, which are the things that we talked about before. Right. So many things. Sexual immorality, which, I mean, that encapsulates so many, right. so many things. And he, I mean, he goes on to say uh, moral impurity, which kind of goes right along with sexual immorality, right. promiscuity, which goes along with sexual immorality. Right. Why is Paul making such a hard point? Because this is what people struggle with. Yeah. Sex, yeah. sex is one of the biggest things that people struggle with, like right. it, whether it's Whatever the case might be. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a laundry list of what would be sexual immorality. Um, I mean, and it starts in the heart and in the mind. It yeah. doesn't even have to be the act in and of itself. Uh, but, like, it gets into idolatry, sorcery. Ooh, that's something we don't really deal with. <laughs> no, we don't deal with sorcery too, <laughs> makes, too much Makes today. me think of uh, Jafar from Aladdin. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> yes. Uh, that, ultimate, that was, cosmic that, ultimate cosmic power. Ultimate cosmic power. Space. All right, uh, but like strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger. Like I was saying before, I mean that's one of my biggest things. Is like my my frustration so easily instead of the grace that I should be showing towards situations. I just just easily like it should just it should be easy. Yeah, but that's not me being gentle or kind or patient, right? Yeah, right. So Zach, how does this play into suffering? I think whenever. We're talking about the early church, um, the early Christian, and they experience suffering at a level that we will not experience suffering. And 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 I think you're talking about the persecution, the persecution of like their bodies of of just them as as you know as people, um, turning away from a lot of them were were Jewish people mm-hmm. that um, 
are turning away from seemingly their their religion, their all of the things that they know from from you know um, their religious back <clears throat> background, how they live their life, how they've experienced God in the past. That seemingly they're being told you're turning away from God and you are following someone who is yes. not God, yeah, right. And they, and they experience persecution. They're experiencing being thrown out of. Um, say you're in a trade guild or whatever, <clears throat> they t- and, and studying, you know, in college and stuff, that was one thing that they pounded home. Like, these people that, that became Christians were, like, shunned in their community. Mm-hmm. So if they were a carpenter or whatever in some sort of trade guild, they wouldn't be allowed to operate in that anymore because they weren't, they weren't co- you know... Kosher is not the right word, but in, in sense, like they weren't, they weren't a good. It was they weren't going along with the societal norm, right? And so you're being shunned. You are suffering for your faith. And so I think now, as a Christian nowadays, we think of suffering in our faith in a different way. Yeah, like you know, if you are a Christian, especially in America, and this might not be true in other areas of the world, but if you're a Christian in America, you are not going to be thrown out of your workplace for. For going to church on a Sunday, or for following Jesus, or yeah. like that, so it's a different, different um, sort of suffering for your faith. Yeah, um, you, you look like you want to say something. No, I was, I was just thinking. I, I didn't have anything necessarily to add. I was trying to think of, and maybe I'll just ask the question that I was thinking of: is how are we seeing suffering happening in our, in the church today? Not just not New Life, our church, but in the church, in the capital C church, in in America. What I see suffering-wise, because um, I hate to say the word persecution, because yeah. I, I think it's it's used incorrectly yeah. in in America. Sure. Um, and in, in most of the world where it's, <clears throat> you know, where there's freedom, uh, where yeah. you have freedom of expression. Now, obviously, there's plenty of areas. It, you know, when I think of persecution, I think of um, people in Afghanistan who are facing persecution for being a Christian, right. being murdered for being a Christian. Exactly. All they have is, is their faith. Right. You know, that that is true persecution. For us to sit back and say, well, I can't, you know, do whatever I want whenever I want. I mean, that's pretty, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty messed up. Yeah. I mean, we have so much freedom. Right. Nobody's coming, as far as I know, to this day, nobody's come into this church from our government and said, this is what you're allowed to speak on. These are the things you can't speak on. Right. That means we are completely free to speak on whatever we want. Is that true throughout the entire United States? Probably not. I mean, yeah. there's probably places where um, things can get people in trouble. And I've, you know, I've heard of people's sermons being uh, indicted or right. whatever the case might be because they said things that were inflammatory according to, you know, Popular culture. Popular culture. But is that across the board? No. I think for the most part, we have almost all of our freedom. So when I think of suffering within the church, I think it's people are suffering internally with letting go of their desires. Yeah. uh, What they want and, and our world being so free and you can have whatever you want. Right. And so the suffering comes from that is like, well, I want what I want, but I also want God, and you, you can't have both. Right. It's 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 there's there is no balance that will ever work. There's no compromise that will ever work. God wants all of you, right? Not some of you, 
And the things that we think are filling our lives are actually holding us back. And the only reason why this is so fresh in my heart, because this is what I'm struggling with. Yeah. <laughs> Obvious, uh, we're drowning in the freedoms that we have. Yeah. We have as a country, as as a as a people. You know, it's sometimes yeah. it's easier. I say easier in quotes, but sometimes it's it, it, we can be focused more on God whenever stuff is hard. Yeah. Like if if you are being, and this is going to sound awful, but you you made that comparison like a persecuted person in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to say it's going. It's going to be easier to follow God then. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you're, you are focused more on God's goodness whenever you are, you are being persecuted to yes. an extent where it is a life-or-death situation. Exactly. When we have the freedom to choose God or not choose God and our physical, you know, on-earth, you know, well-being is not in the balance, mm-hmm. it makes it easier to say, I don't need God, mm-hmm. right? If you're a Christian and then you're, you know— just living life and doing whatever you want and, and choosing between, you know, living how you want or, you know, denying yourself in order to follow God. Yep. You know, when we're, we don't have these, you know, in-the-moment physical persecutions where I'm choosing God over my well-being, Yes. it's, it's easy to just lose God and lose track of my desire to faithfully put God first in everything. Yep. Um, so I'm not saying it's it's easier to be a, a Christian when I'm being persecuted. No, um, but in the, when the fact that that w- when we are not suffering, yeah, we lose track of God. And I guess we talked about this a little bit last. We did, week. we did. I mean, because last week we were talking about um, <laughs> patience, which is long suffering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I think we we see the sickness that we have. With, within our culture, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with addressing it for multiple weeks, yeah. um, especially when it's probably something that we all are dealing with, when we all want what we want, but we also want God, and, and God doesn't want to be part of our life. He wants to be, he wants to be our life, yeah. and then he wants to see all the things that we were talking about in Galatians, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. He wants to see all those things flourish in our life, but those things don't flourish if, uh, if we're focused on serving ourselves. Right. These are not fruits of self-service. These are fruits of serving others. It yeah. comes from us first serving God and then from us serving other people when we see these other things. All the other things that are personal are tied into the category that we re- we listed before that, all the things that are wrong with us. Yes. Um, uh, the things that we don't, like, do right. The and things Paul calls it, calls it the things of the flesh. The things of the flesh. And, and I, we all struggle with things, earthly things. Yeah. And because we live in a world, you know, we're not Amish. We don't try to pull ourselves no. out of the culture that we live in. And even, you know, we live in a place where there's Amish all around us. To say that they don't sin, right, is, is ridiculous. You pull, pull yourself out of the culture, but they still struggle with things yeah. that, you know, pull yourself out of the culture makes it easier not to struggle with certain things, but you still struggle with internal uh, yeah, desires. It, it and, probably, and, probably calls up more desires when you see everybody else having everything that you cannot have. Yeah, there, there's, there's either envy or there's anger or hatred or, or something might get called up there. And we're not saying that every that all Amish people struggle with that, but the truth is there's definitely some that were like, oh, I want that. Yeah. I want what they have. Right. There's no way that they don't feel that way. That's a human response. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted. Um, 
So the things of the flesh, and that's what that's what Paul describes the things that we struggle with. And Paul even talked about having a thorn in his flesh. It's, we don't. It's not. You know, he doesn't say what that is, but the point is that we all struggle with something. Um, and though we are not persecuted, and and, and the fact that. You know, we have people that are looking to do physically harm to us. We still suffer with the, with the things that um, are inside of us, desires that we have, yeah. um, um, wanting to be our own God. You know, isn't that what we've struggled with from Adam and Eve yes. in the garden, right? Yeah, like, eat, eat this fruit and you, <laughs> and you can be like God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when we have all of these options out there to be our own gods... Mm-hmm. The world tells us, do what feels good for you, right? What, whatever you want to do, do it. And if someone is telling you you can't have what you want, what you think that you want, then then don't what, listen what to them. What you think will complete you. Yes, then don't listen to them. You know, do what makes you feel good. Do what you want. Um, and it's and it's and it's just that call from the serpent in the garden, right? It is. And so when we struggle, they with... just don't want you to be happy. Yeah, and that's that's the exact opposite. No, you, God, you, God wants you to feel more. Fulfilled. Yes, yes, and, yep. the, and the things that Paul I is know. talking about here, all of all of these fruits of the spirit are going to make you fulfilled. They yep. are going to give you joy that surpasses, right? The, the, yeah. peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. The joy that allows you to each and every day have a contentment that we desire with happiness. Yep. But it, it is comes through knowledge of who God is, living for Him, being fulfilled by what things that only He can do. In our life, and and those things, um, we don't think that's what we want. We think we want the shiny new thing. We think we want the the, the daily, you know, jolt of whatever that thing is yes. that we love to do. But when we get that, are we hap- Are we satisfied? Never, never satisfied. Uh, this is really frustrating that you're talking about this. All right, can I can I be can I be honest? Yes, it's time for honesty. Honest, honest hour with Stephen. Yeah, honest hour with Stephen. Uh, this has been my massive issue. Yeah. Um, and I, I probably talk about this way too much, but it's, it's an ongoing battle within myself. And it's probably, I mean, it, it probably borders on the line of addiction and I would probably, no, it doesn't border on the line of addiction. That's me taking a cop out. It is it's an, an addiction. addiction yeah. Uh, or I, I just buy stuff. Yeah. I love to buy stuff because it gives me that little jolt. Like you were talking, I think we talked about this way earlier and I don't know what version of this podcast at this point. Yeah. Because <laughs> this, this podcast, for many of you guys, you guys don't even understand, this is an editing nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> this episode. But it was this morning that we were having this conversation because I have had this you know, ongoing addiction that I've been trying to deal with uh, very unsuccessfully with just buying stuff. I love yeah. buying stuff. And in, in, in a, um, you know, when we look at, uh, you know, the, I don't know, struggles as a whole. Yeah. Buying stuff. It's like, oh, this is, it. yeah, that, that, that it, was my point earlier. Like it, suffering. <laughs> We're suffering because we want to buy things. Well, yeah. <laughs> what we yeah. have, we have, right. we have money that we can buy things with. I want, I just and I just want something. Stuff. But that's the thing. It's, it's become my master. Yeah. In a lot of ways, he's just like, okay, once I have this thing, I feel I'm going to be so much more fulfilled yes. once I have this thing. And then I get that thing, and I'm like, you know what I need, though? One more thing, and then it will be good. Exactly. And this was my conversation with Sarah this morning, because she's like, I don't know what to do with you anymore. Yeah. And this is, I mean, we're being, I'm just going to be straight honest with you. And it's not like, you know, she's, she's frustrated 
and she's allowed to be yeah. because my ongoing issue is I'm done. I'm, I'm going to be done right after this. Right after this, I'm going to be done. I won't, I won't sell another thing. And the thing is, I'm not going into our bank account and robbing us yeah. of, of money. I'm, I sell so I could buy. But it's just this ongoing habit that I, I this cycle that I can't break yeah. uh, because I want one more thing. So I, and it's always, if I sell this, I, I, I can get this, and then I'm done. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. And, I mean, it's the same thing that everybody deals with. I mean, when you look at addiction in general, this is addiction. Yes. It's like, once I do this one more time, I'm out. Right. Just one more hit, I'm out. One more drink, I'm out. And it, I buy this one more thing, and I'm out. And it never ends. And that's why Paul is calling us to fill ourselves with the truth of God's word. So we're fulfilled by the goodness of God and the joy of God and like the focus on others. Yeah. And then we're not focused on ourselves and what's going to make us fulfilled. No, it's helping others, other people feel fulfilled. And by that we are blessed and feel fulfilled ourselves. Yes. That's, that's what we need to do. But it, it's so difficult when you're in that endless cycle. It's, it, it's not that difficult. It is, but it isn't. Well, addiction, addiction when you're in it, it doesn't seem like it's difficult to get out of it. No. But when you can't get out of it, and it, 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 it is difficult. And, and yes. don't, and, and just because it's your addiction is not like a chemical, you know. It like, is. Uh, well, it, it's not chemical it's like as a drug. in like, yeah, I'm not taking. Taking don't something. don't think of yourself if you're struggling with this like you're a failure. And let, let's let's just uh, it, just so everybody knows like we're not talking about anything heinous here. I I I collect I collect <laughs> collectibles, <laughs> Star Wars collectibles. That's what I love to collect. But it's an issue for me because I can't. I don't know how to stop. Yeah. But go ahead. No, but I'm just trying to. You know, I, I feel like you're. You feel guilty about having this. Oh, I do. But it, it's an addiction like any other. It's it's it the is. same. It's not a chemical addiction in the fact that you are taking a drug that is that you can't do it, and you're going to go through a chemical withdrawal, Draw, like yeah. a physical thing. But it's still an still a a you know a physical thing in your brain that is happening that is it, giving it's you a physiological thing. I yes, mean, it's, it is I, giving you something that makes you feel better in the moment. Yes, and you and you want that again whenever maybe you're feeling down and and, and you're not feeling that 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 happiness or that it, whatever yeah. is going on. Like you know what's going to make me happy? I'm, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to I'm go. I'm going to buy something. I'm going to go buy something. Things, it's going be to be fun. It's going to that that is going to be a therapy for me. That's going to make me feel exactly. better. And it's not. It's not. It never is. And, and it, it could, and people could be struggling with anything out there. And and you you say this, and it seems trivial, mm-hmm. but it could be something. People might struggle with uh, food addiction. Yes. Right. It could be what I'm struggling with, and my addiction is is I, when I have free time, I don't know how to fill it, mm-hmm. and I just. Well, I think what you're talking about is something that a lot of people struggle with. Even I struggle with is is uh, this need to disengage, right? That that's what I, that's that's the lie I'm telling to myself. Like to numb, like we, you know, numb ourselves from everything else that's going on because you, you work two jobs, yeah, you're busy all the time, and so when you have free time, what you want to fill it with is what some would call is 
the just nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, and, which is still something. But what I'm finding now is I'm getting I'm past the season where I was super busy, and I was doing that. I was numbing myself with with just mindless entertainment when I had a free minute because I was just so overwhelmed. Yes. But now that I'm getting to a season where I'm less overwhelmed, I have more time to invest in something. I can't get out of that cycle. Me too. I, I'm just stuck in it, and and so like I'm like. Oh, you know what? I, I really don't want to start a project that might be something that that could be um, um, useful for me, like actually worthwhile for something. You know, something around the house yeah. that I could fix something, or maybe get a hobby where I could build something and actually have something to look at when I'm done. I can't get out of this just this cycle that I'm in. Like, yeah, I got some free time. I'm just going to watch TV, yeah. or I'm just going to turn on you know some podcast and just veg for a while, right? And that, that, yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. And I, same I so I'm stuck in that cycle, and I don't know how to get out of it, right? Yeah. And and what that, what doing, that would what we do when two people are have the same problem? <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I we're, both, a, we're both stuck in the same rut. I think a lot of people get stuck in that rut too. It, I think this is a this is something that's in our culture now yes. because we have the opportunity, even just having. Um, things on demand on television before mm-hmm. you would have to wait for something to come on. So you would, you'd have to like, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I, this is on at eight o'clock. So I'll get stuff done and watch it at eight o'clock. Now I can not, I get done from work and I'm like, well, I don't have to wait anymore. It's on demand. Like I can just pick up, yeah. you know, my Roku remote and oh, it's yeah. on whatever streaming I want. And I can have it now. Yep. And so it's, it's so much easier just to fall into the trap that, okay, now I got my free time and I'm not going to do something beneficial for God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to just waste away. Yep. And because that was probably what I needed when I was so busy, now that I'm less busy, I can't get out of it. And so you, you say you're struggling with your addiction. I'm struggling with a different type of, of whatever I'm it is. I'm what you're talking about and my own thing. <laughs> we're, just, we're just messed up. We are. But, but the thing is, no one's free of this. Yeah. I mean, maybe there are some who really get it and have, have given their lives completely over to doing things God's way and they only filling themselves. You know, I, I look at the, I look at the people right now. So we have operation Christmas child is in full swing yeah, right now. And there, there's a couple ladies like, you know, older ladies, um, that have been just doing this forever in, in it. And I, I see the satisfaction that they get. Yeah from just doing this. That's what they do. Yeah. And they, they have this joy about them. I, I, and I don't want to use this woman's name, but she's like always the, the sweetest person yeah. in the entire world. And she, it, it, when I was walking in the building today, she saw me and she stopped me and she's like, Oh, you know, Steve's just so good to see you. And I can't believe, you know, my, my daughter did some work for operation Christmas child. And she like, you know, thank me for that. And, and, but she was, yeah, this is what she does every day. She gets up and she comes here and she does this. And it's it's not to satisfy anything within herself. It's yeah. it's the work that she's doing for other people. So it's it's possible to let go of the self and do something for others. It's a matter of putting ourselves out there. I think it's the younger generations. Yeah. Like our generation and younger, where we everything is so accessible, like all the things that can numb us are so easily accessible. Yeah. That we choose that because it's it's simpler yeah. and easier. But we have this option of putting ourselves out there and doing something that's going to benefit others and really have no direct benefit for ourselves. And we don't choose it. 
but we don't choose it because it involves having to do something. Exactly. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> it does, but it's the truth. Yeah. It, it is. It, you know, you talk about the a, a pandemic. Yeah. It, this is the true. And I'm not just obviously. I, I'm I'm using this word incorrectly, but you know, we talk about sickness that has just swept over our, our entire country and really a lot of the world is this idea that life is all about you yeah you get what you want and you'll be happy but you'll never be happy nope cuz everything it just it it mounds up to ashes yeah in the grand scheme of things it's it's nothing all this crap that oh gosh it's so it's it's so frustrating to talk about cuz when you start when i step back and look at the big picture it's like i am collecting garbage <laughs> i'm a garbage collector that's what i do you can, you can look at it like that. But it's the truth. Yeah. I mean, does it give me some level of satisfaction in the moment? Sure. But I'm a garbage collector. Uh, I'm collecting stuff that has no eternal value. Uh, I'm I'm the seashell guy. I don't know if I've ever told you that story. No. It's, I think it was a John Piper story. If I shared this before in the podcast, I apologize. But uh, I was listening to an old message from John Piper that he did. And I, this is in no way like you know, John Piper's done some questionable things in recent years. This is this is going back to when he was still pretty legit. Um, he uh, but he was talking about this message of what we do with our lives and what we're choosing to do with our lives. And he said, "I was reading a story in Reader's Digest." Oh, this is an old. This is an old. So yeah, obviously it's very old. This I think this is from two thousand one. Okay. He he used to speak at Passion every year, the okay. Passion Conference. So before Passion was a church, it was just a uh, uh, like a yearly conference of worship music yeah. and messages and that kind of stuff. But he and he spoke at it every year. But he said I was reading the story in Reader's Digest, and it was talking about the success of this older couple. And they lived in a beach house that they had saved up for their entire lives. And now in their retirement every day, they go out onto the beach and they collect seashells. And they have an entire room filled with all these seashells. And he said, there's an article going on and on and on about this collection of seashells. And that's what they do with all their free time. Sorting, collecting, polishing. And he said... That's our lives. When we are not looking at things from an eternal perspective, when we are looking at things from from the, the earthly perspective, and we're just gathering and bringing things together, and you know, just doing things to just to fill time, it just mounds up to ashes. Yeah. In the end, because it's it, we're garbage collectors. And and that's and that's what. <laughs> okay, as a almost 40 year old right yeah me and, too and you're getting towards that middle age crisis like what am i going to do I with am. my life <laughs> it's and, hitting hard man right and to think that okay what 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 do i want when i'm going to retire the thought is yes. hey let's have a house in florida let's have a house over here and we can just go to the beach all day long but then you hear that story about the guy collecting seashells. Like, is that really what you want your legacy to be? That That's I have a house on the beach and I and I can just lay I in the sand all day? Yeah. Like, or do you want to have a legacy where you make a difference for God's kingdom? Yeah. And, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's like it's not and it's not about my legacy as much as it is about blessing other people. Yeah. But but there is when you're thinking yeah. about yourself and how you're going to be used for God, the word the word legacy might come across as you're doing it for yourself, but yeah. you're doing it, to, you know, 
like like to, to benefit others. To benefit others, right? Yeah. You want people you want to be remembered for the work that you did on the earth, not that you amounted a bunch of seashells, but that you amounted a bunch of souls. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You you took part in that process of planting seeds that God could harvest. Right. Eventually. And that's and that's I, I feel in my life, I'm the seashell collector. <laughs> That's me, man. I'm, I, I, you know, I just go out and, or not even go out. You don't have to go out to buy things. No. And this is, this is going to sound great. You could buy them on the internet. <laughs> that's a, that, that's a that's, new fandangle thing. I know. I spend so much of my time looking at my seashells. Yeah. They're, they're action figures. Yeah. That's what I collect. And I'm trying to find the best deal. And like, it's a steal. And it's like, Sarah, you believe this? <laughs> this thing's worth 90 bucks. I got it for 25. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> this is my life. Yeah, I'm I'm having a crisis right now. Yeah, uh, you guys are on the therapist couch <laughs> with me right now. But this has been my day. I mean, this is super real right now for me. It's because I have wasted so much of my life collecting crap. Yeah, um, that's going to add up to nothing in the yeah. long run. What what am I going to be known as down the road? The Star Wars guy? Oh, yeah, he loves to collect Star Wars. You should see this guy. I'm not sure if he loved his family or if he took care of his kids, but he loved Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. He gave a lot of money to Star Wars. Yeah. I, I'm i so mad at myself right now. <laughs> I, 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 I am I am seething. Yeah. I am seething. I have a smile on my face, but it's so stupid yeah. as I talk this out that I have wasted so much of my life doing something that's going to add up to nothing. Yeah. It only leaves me wanting more. Anyway. Will you please take over? <laughs> I need a minute. I, I think I think we all struggle with something. And I know. I, you know, if you're listening to this and you think, well, I, you know, I don't collect Star Wars. You know, I'm a Marvel guy. <laughs> no, but, but I don't have that problem. But whatever it could be, in... I know there's something going through your mind that you're thinking about right now, you know. Not that that thing is sinful, but the de- but w- but the desire. It's not even the desire. The 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 just being lost. Yep. The deception is there, yes. and we what we need to open our eyes to is what we are being what what we are deceiving ourselves with mm-hmm. that is causing us to not fulfill God's call in our life. Yes. Because you know. You talked about this before. You have this idea that, hey, God's not called me to do something. God's called everybody to do something. Yes. It's called the Great Commission, right? Yep. It's called to go out and make disciples. You know, whatever it is that, you know, you 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 whatever you think, oh, I'm not a I'm not a pastor, I'm not a this, I'm not a that. God has told you to go out and share about him to everyone, right? And to make and to to shine his light, to be that salt that he talks about. We are to be that. And when we are deceiving ourselves with whatever it is, that thing, whatever it is, that thing, yep. you know, there's an old, you know, there's an old uh, Christian song, I'm coming back to the heart of worship, because there's that oh, thing, that, that's an old one, right? But, but there, it always says in there, there's that thing, that, that thing, I, some people sing things that are keeping me from God. No, it's yep. that thing. Yeah. Everybody's got that thing, yep. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It could be a, an addiction that's it's an actual chemical addiction to some sort of substance, right? Yeah. 
but it could be an addiction to collecting Star Wars. It could be an addiction to sitting on my couch and watching television. Which it, I do that too. It could be an addiction to whatever that is. Yep. It's, it is that thing in our life that is keeping us from serving God and doing the things that we are called to do. So what do we do, Zach? Like, we've, we've pointed out everything. Like, we pointed out the problem. What's the solution? The solution is going back to God's Word. Yeah. And, yes. and, and since we were talking about Paul's letter to the Galatians, right, going back to what he was saying there, he's pointing it out. What we need to do is to allow God's Spirit to lead our heart. Yeah. How do you do that? You, you begin to change daily habits and, and, and replace them with godly habits. Yeah. And I can't tell you what that looks like because no, your, every, every your addiction different. is different. But stop deceiving yourself. You know, you know, Paul's scales that fell from his eyes where he couldn't see who Christ was, right? When when yeah. in, you know that that's that's what we need to do. We need to pull that thing from our eyes and just be conscious of the fact that there's something that is keeping me from following God. Yeah, that's good. And I need to make a conscious effort to dis- discover what that is. Mm. And then to make a plan on how I cannot allow that to 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 rob me of yep. what God has for me. That's good, and I, and I think it's I mean from a practical standpoint, what you need to do is, and what we what we would tell anyone, um, you know, if you have a pornography issue, don't leave yourself alone with. I mean, don't try try do your best not to be alone. Number yeah. one, because I mean, your phones make everything accessible, but if you don't have an, that's not an option. Like you live by yourself, whatever. I mean, keep your phone somewhere in your house, only in one place. Like it, that's your charge, like your charging station in your house. That's where you leave it. Laptop, same thing. Don't allow yourself to de- be deceived into thinking that I, 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 I could just make it. Yeah, you can't. Um, you know, same thing with alcohol. If if you have an issue with alcohol, well, don't put yourself in situations where alcohol is going to be present. Why? Because it's going to be a temptation. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing with drugs. I mean, if you're around, fr- if there's certain friends that cause you to do things, and it's not, maybe it's not even that. Maybe, like, maybe your dependence comes from uh, being in the know, you know, having that gossipy kind of thing. If you're surrounding yourself with people that are gossipy, you're going to be led back to gossip. Yeah. So you have to remove yourself from those situations to do that. It's the same thing I've done in the past, and it's been successful. But like when I, it comes to buying things, I do all of my buying pretty much on eBay. Yeah, uh, I sell all my stuff on eBay. I buy most of my stuff on eBay. Um, but I had to remove the app. I had to yeah. keep the laptop away from me. And I, I went. There was a solid. There was a six month period, a year and a half ago, that I went through where I didn't buy and sell anything, and yeah. it was awesome. I felt good because yeah. I was focused on on good things. I still, I still do do mind-numbing things, but that aspect of my life, I finally figured out. I was like, oh, thank you for this freedom. Then I got right back into it because I was yeah. like, I, I need to change things up. Yeah. Finding was, an accountability partner. You need somebody that's going to hold you accountable. You need somebody that's going to lift you up and, and, and say, like, and, and also challenge you in a loving way. You need those people in your life because, I mean, that's why God builds relationships. And maybe that's why one of the things that Zach and I don't utilize with one another. Like we don't hold each other. I mean, we do in some yeah, ways. We do. We do in some ways. But I don't hold you accountable but for if your you're Star like, Wars addiction. Yeah, though. yeah. You, you've never said to me, "Did you stop buying crap?" <laughs> I've never said to you, "You done sitting on your butt and watching Netflix?" You know yeah. what I mean? You know, I do the same thing. Like, you need that. Yeah. And, and sometimes you have to make a point of saying, 
I'm not going to let you get away with that. Not because I'm trying to hold you from something because I love you right. and I care about you. Um, cause I mean, sometimes, especially with guys, we're married yeah. and I'm sure these are these, I know it's an element in, of my life that frustrates my wife. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the same thing with you and Laura. She's right. like, what are you doing? Like, I'm just, I'm just relaxing. <laughs> you know, and it's like in your mind, it's not a big deal. And she's like, well, it, but like for our wives, if you're, if you're a married individual, uh, that's putting a lot on that person. It makes them into almost your parent. You yes. need an accountability partner. That's not somebody that's living in your house so that y- you can hold your relationship with your spouse as sacred. Right. Um, so it's not like they become the nagging person because when you're, when you're dealing with an addiction, it takes high, a level of accountability from somebody else to say, Hey, you need to stop this. And if it's the person you're living with, you don't want, it's easy to be resentful of somebody that you're not living with. Yeah. When you're living with somebody, you don't want to be resentful of that person. Exactly. You want you, you want that to be your place of comfort and of peace, not of, oh, they're just going to tell me what to do again. Like, it, it can't be <laughs> that way. It cannot be that way. Uh, and I'm honestly, I'm glad we had this talk. I don't know where. This is the craziest <laughs> podcast we've ever done. <laughs> it's all over the place. I think we got, we uh, we, we hit a nerve. <laughs> yeah. And we've just rolled with it. <laughs> That's, I, I think it, but it's important. I think yeah. what we're talking about today is it might be the most personal to both of us because we're recognizing a brokenness within both of us that we have not addressed. Yeah, There's so many areas of our lives that we, I think we've got down. Yeah, you know, We're both good teachers. We, we both love our students. We both love what we do. We're both passionate about it. And you could... But everybody's on, got that thing. I know. But on, in, on paper, we've... Like we're doing exactly what we're talking about, but that's our job. Yeah. Like that's our vocation in our personal lives. Like in the little time that we have to ourselves, what are we doing? Yeah. It's not, it's not serving God when it's like, when we don't have to, we're serving ourselves. At least I am. Maybe I shouldn't be speaking for you, but it would seem that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that's what it comes down to. You might say like, oh, that's uh, pastors got it easy. No. We're the same, you and I. Don't you see? Like, we, yeah, while our jobs require us to do certain things, I'm going to do things sometimes out of obligation. Not because I want to, because it's my job. Correct. Uh, Not that doesn't mean I don't love it. It doesn't mean that I don't love people. But sometimes I have to do things just because it's my job. There's, you know, there's going to be Sundays where I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. But I don't get that option. The Holy Spirit is not going to be like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the Holy Spirit is like, no, you're my vessel. Let's get this job done, kid. Like that's that's <laughs> right. That's how it's gonna. That's that's how it's gonna work. Um, but when I do have my downtime, what am I choosing to do? And I'm throwing it all away so I can be numb. happy, numbed. Yeah, yeah, happy, but it's numbed. Numbed. Am I focused on my kids? No, I'm numbing myself. I should be focusing on my kids more. I should be focusing on my wife more. I should be focused on serving others more. But I'm, I'm, I'm solely focused on serving myself. Yeah. It's really frustrating, man. Yeah, it is. This is a very private matter that I am, <laughs> I am just letting out there publicly. And listen, like in no way, I, I would hope this would be a service to, to everybody to see that, hey, like this is a real struggle. And I guarantee you almost anybody that's listening to this is struggling with something yes. along these lines. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like we could call ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah. Let's do it. 
Well, Stephen, I'm not done yet. <laughs> the no, good thing I'm is, bone to pick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we we can talk about more next. No, week. you know what we're gonna do is well, we're gonna have a, a a Tuesday podcast. It's not a fun episode. Tuesday podcast. We're, we're gonna talk about. Well, I think we need to continue this conversation a little bit. Yeah. Um, and and focus on some other things uh, when it comes to the fruit of the spirit. That uh, this is a very long episode. You know what? I'm, I'm sick of us, of us apologizing for long episodes. It's good it's, stuff. Yeah, Stephen. It's real stuff, man. It's real stuff. If you don't like it, you know, I mean, by all means, turn us off. Like, you know, nobody's required to listen. Actually, if you're still listening at this point, it's because you want to. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we might go long some weeks. We might go really long. Like, But I don't know. Guys, just really you know, put this on my heart today. Yeah. Not put it on my heart. Uh, I, it's almost like an awakening. Yeah. Like, it, you, you're really messing this up, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I mean, is there anything you wanted to add to that, Zach? No. Okay. Uh, n- not now. Maybe maybe in a little while. <sighs> All right. Well, yeah, that's it. For Zach and Steve, I have a podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Steve. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Which we're talking about, um, I mean, long-suffering is in there, but in a different version. Yeah. And it replaces what? Is it Pete? No, or is it patience? Long-suffering? <laughs> this is the worst Bible study of all time. <laughs> The law is not against, <laughs> forgive Zach, he knows not what he does. Uh, the law is not against such things. Did I say something incorrectly? <laughs> Do you want to take a minute? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? You didn't say anything. You're just, but you, I, you I, the, I couldn't think where the long suffering came in. I'm like, oh shoot, is it actually peace? And we just did this whole setup to it and we just... I mean, patience. patience. We just we talked just about did. it last week. I think long suffering is patience. <laughs> like, balling here. We're idiots. <laughs> how do we have a podcast? How do we employed? This, this is proof positive <laughs> that it takes nothing to have a podcast. You don't have to be smart. Okay, so our whole setup was we're going to talk about long suffering. Talk about suffering, actually. Yeah, and we're just suffering. Suffering and loss. Suffering, long suffering is patience. Like, if you could suffer a long time, that means you have patience. Yeah. We're dolts. (laughs) (laughs) We're leaving we're leaving this in. How can we how can we get back on track here? We're talking about self control today. Gotcha. I think that will be fine. Yeah. So this whole time when we were talking about long suffering, what we actually meant was self control. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're dum dums. Oh god! Now those who belong to Christ Jesus, I have, I have all these stories about suffering that I like have prepared. Long suffering has nothing to do with suffering. It has nothing to do with suffering. I'm the dum dum. I'm the one who thought, oh, we'll just because we did the patience. You're my you're my study Bible man. <laughs> You're my study Bible, Zach. Not today. The Tony Evans to my... Not Tony Evans. (laughs)
You guys are enjoying this episode of the Zach and Steve have a podcast. The Zach and Steve have a podcast. The only Zach and Steve that have a podcast. So are we editing this out or what? No, this is too good. This this is classic entertainment. Well, listen, Zach, we're not perfect people. And I, I think I think it it, it, it it humanizes us a little bit too. Okay, so this is what happened. I'm going to explain Go myself ahead. here. Explain. You wanted to talk about suffering. I did want to talk about suffering today, and this, let's this talk idea about suffering. Loss. I mean, okay, so what we could talk about then, instead of long suffering <laughs> by itself, is how the fruit of the spirit, those things that are incorporated within the fruit of the spirit, help us deal with suffering. Yeah, that's it. There we go. So can I finish reading this passage already? <laughs> Go ahead. 